Hello and welcome into today's episode where we will be joining Legacy Church there in Shebbyville, Tennessee, where I will be preaching a word that I pray and I hope blesses your life. I pray it takes you to greater heights in the kingdom. Get ready because I believe God is going to do something special with what you're hearing today. How many of you are ready for the word of God today? Amen. And we are still in our series on Kingdom Keys. How many of you are tired of me preaching about keys yet? Just don't say nothing. Just keep it to yourself. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I've got a, a message and a word on my heart this morning that I believe is going to unlock some things in your life and you're going to be blessed. Amen. Um, so here we go. Philippians chapter four, starting in verse four, the Bible says this. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Touch your neighbor and tell them thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Jesus Christ. Psalm 100. Jasper, where he at? He was meddling this morning in my notes. <laughs> Psalm 100. In the New King James Version, it says this. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Father, over the next couple of moments, I pray that you would anoint me to preach and teach this word today, that God, your words would be in my heart and on my lips, that there would be an anointing on me today, God, that as I preach this message, that the people would be edified and encouraged with it, and that God, I can place keys in their hands that will unlock what is finished in heaven and have them to pull it into the earth. God will give you all the glory and the praise for it. It's in the precious name of Jesus that I pray in the church said, amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Brandon. You can be seated as well, brother. So as I said earlier, we're still in our series, uh, Kingdom Keys. And, you know, I've been saving this key, I've been wanting to preach this, but I have been saving this for today because it is the week of Thanksgiving. We all know it's the holiday of Thanksgiving. We just had our Wednesday night meal. How many of you got to come to that Wednesday night meal? It was amazing. Y'all are some phenomenal cooks. Uh, if y'all just feel led by the Spirit of God, just keep cooking. Just bring it to pastor. I'll take it. I'll take it home. I'll eat it and uh, give it to the family. But, uh, you know, it just so happens that this is Thanksgiving and being thankful or giving thanks to God happens to be a kingdom key as well. We've been talking about kingdom keys, right, and how they unlock what is finished in heaven and bring it into the earth. And so I'm excited to preach what it can unlock in your life today. You see, Thanksgiving is a key, but for the life of a believer, Thanksgiving should be a state of being. Oh, come on. I should have got 10 more yeses right there. Thanksgiving is a state of being that we as believers should be walking in daily, that we should be operating in daily. Thanksgiving for the life of a believer, it's not an event. It, come on, somebody. It, it's not a holiday. Come on, it's not a meal. It's not a day that you get to skip work. It's who we are. 
Or at least it's who we should be because we as believers have a lot to be thankful for. Amen. We as believers, we can be thankful for the blood, right? Come on, we can be thankful for our salvation. We can be thankful for Calvary Hill. We can be thankful that the stripes that were on his back healed us. We can be thankful for the resurrection. We as believers should be thankful for the fact that Jesus came and that heaven went bankrupt for 33 years. We can be thankful that we serve a God of action. Come on. We can be thankful that we serve a supernatural God. We can be thankful that we serve a way maker. Come on. We can be thankful that we serve a promise keeper. Come on. We can be thankful that we serve a God who is the light in the darkness. Come on. We can be thankful that he makes rivers in a dry place. Y'all ain't saying nothing. We can be thankful that he makes a way when there seems to be no way. Amen. Come on. We can be thankful that he can turn your mess into a message. Come on. We can be thankful that he can turn your mess that you made it into a miracle. Come on. Every test that you've ever been through can turn into a testimony. Come on. We have a lot to be thankful for. Amen. Come on, we can be thankful that you're chosen, that you're redeemed, and that you have been set free. Should I keep going? I think I will. You can be thankful that God pulled you out of the crack house and the smack house even when you wouldn't tap out. Come on, somebody. Come on, you can be thankful that he released you from that bad relationship. And all the people said amen. Come on, you can be thankful that he told you to put a ring on him. You can be thankful that he didn't have you put a ring on it. Come on, you can be thankful that he's got you through some battles. You can be thankful for the battles that he's kept you from. You need to be thankful that the Lord has won. You can be thankful that he pulled you out of the fire. Come on, you can be thankful that he's still the fourth man in the fire. Come on, somebody. We have a lot to praise God for, and we have a lot to be thankful for. You can thank him for the physical blessings. Amen. You can thank him for the spiritual blessings because God says you got every single one of them. Amen. Come on. You can be thankful for your business. You should be thankful for your career. Come on. If you are thankful for everything that God has done, I wish you'd stand on your feet for about 10 seconds and give God praise and give God glory and just thank him for what he is and who he is and what he's done for your life. Be thankful that he's blessed you. Be thankful that he's took care of you. Be thankful for the roof over your head. Be thankful for the job that you have. Be thankful for your kids. Be thankful, be thankful, and be thankful. Sit down, I gotta preach. Come on. Do you realize that these two sets of scriptures on Thanksgiving are keys to unlock you getting your prayers answered? They're keys that unlock you actually getting your prayers answered. Have you ever been praying and just wondering what in the world is going on and you just feel like there is this chasm between you and heaven and God and ain't none of your prayers getting answered and God ain't hearing none of the things that you're bringing to him in the prayer closet and you just feel like you are alone has anybody am I the only one has anybody ever been there before come on let's we can be real in here we family you know what Paul is talking about here Paul is talking about prayer and he gives you this little key in Philippians and he says Be anxious for nothing. Let me tell you something right now. If there was ever somebody in the Bible 
that could have been, that would have had a right to maybe be anxious about, that would have had a right to worry about something with all the prison and the jail terms and the stonings and the things that Paul survived, being in lack and being in, in blessing. Come on, if there was ever one person in the Bible that had a right to be anxious or worry about anything, let me tell you right now, it was the Apostle Paul. But here he pins this letter to the Philippians and he says, be anxious for nothing. Don't worry about anything, but by prayer and by supplication, watch this, with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. You see, we are part of a kingdom, meaning that we are a part of a monarchy. And in monarchies and kingdoms and governments, there are protocols, We talked about heaven last week being set up like a courtroom. In a courtroom, there is protocols. You just can't come have a conversation with the king any old way that you want to. Oh, it's quiet in here. Come come on, you can't just in a monarchy, you just don't run up on the king and have a conversation with him any old way that you want to. You you don't come in there running your mouth. You can't come into a local court uh, house just running your mouth and doing whatever you No, no, there's protocols come in there talking crazy. They'll take you right on up out of there. Amen. So we understand this also from the United States and our government. We don't we don't have a monarchy. We have a democracy, but we still understand this within our local government as well. Let me help. You just can't call the president any time that you want. Y'all don't have access to Biden. If you do, give me his number. I need to holler at him. <laughs> Come on, let me explain it like this. You don't come to the father in your name. You you don't come to the father in any old name. Come on, you come to him in the name of his son, Jesus, which allows you to have access to him that you didn't have access to him before until you come in his name. Come on, until you pass through that blood that I talked about last week. You don't receive healing in any old name or in your name. There's only healing found in one name, and that's at the name of Jesus, because by his stripes you were healed. Come on. There is salvation found in no other name except the name of Jesus. Come on, Pastor Jay. There's one name. Come on. There's only one blood that you can pass through. There's one name that you can get to the Father and receive your salvation through, and that's at the name of Jesus. Amen. And here we have Paul giving you protocol to get to the king. Paul gives you protocol to get to the king and how we are to make our requests known to the king. And Paul here says, rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. He says, rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. You want to know what Paul, praise him, then praise him some more. Come on. Thank him, then thank him some more. Come on. If you want to get into his presence, you're going to have to follow a protocol and you're going to have to rejoice and then rejoice some more. You're going to have to praise him, then praise him some more. Come on. Paul said, you've got a lot to be happy for. Come Come on, be happy, then be happy some more. Come on, praise him, then praise him some more. You have a ton to rejoice over. So when you start out your time of prayer, just begin to praise him and be thankful and be happy in his presence. When you come into the presence of a king rejoicing with praise on your lips, it makes him hard to resist your request. Oh, help me, Jesus. 
when you come proper before the king, when you come with praise, when you come with rejoicing, when you come with thanksgiving and you ain't coming sour, come on, you ain't coming looking like you've been sucking on lemons, come on, you ain't looking like life has just destroyed you. I can promise you that we here in America, all you got to do is look at some other nations across this globe and you'll realize you got a lot to be thankful for. You'll realize you got a lot to rejoice for. You'll realize that you've got food on your plate when a lot of folks don't. You'll realize you get to drink clean water every single day when a lot of people don't. Come on. You don't have things to complain about. You should enter in his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise and enter his presence with the proper protocol. When you come to the king and rejoicing, it makes it hard for him to resist your request. I, 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 the Holy Spirit just told me this and I, I can't get away from it, but uh, when I believe it was Daniel and he, and he came, no, it was uh, Nehemiah. Nehemiah, he comes into the presence of the king, but his demeanor is off and the king notices it and it gets the king's attention. I said all that to say this and just point to the fact the king recognizes the demeanor that you're coming in his presence with. But when you come to him with an attitude of gratitude, when you come to him with thanksgiving, it makes it hard for him to resist your request because you have an attitude of thanksgiving because it's a state of you have realized that this is a state of being and you realize what he's done for you. And can I just say this? God appreciates folks who realize what he has done for them. God appreciates folks who realize what God has brought you with. God appreciates folks who realize the mess that you was in and the blessing that you're walking in now. Come on. God appreciates and realize when you have an attitude of gratitude and thankfulness to the king. Come on, doesn't matter what's going on around you, but if you can have an attitude of gratitude and if you can have thanksgiving on your heart and in your mind and in your spirit and on your lips, it gets the king's attention. So Paul here says, Paul here says, rejoice and praise him, then praise him some more. Thank him, then thank him some more. Then he says, by prayer and supplication, stop, we need to deal with that. We need to deal with that because you want to know what prayer and supplication is. We know what prayer is, right? Prayer is communication with God and supplication is prayer some more. So you want to know what he said? He said, pray and then pray some more. Pray, bring your requests to God with prayer and supplication and pray some more. So pray and then pray some more. But supplication is not only prayer. Supplication is prayer with posture. <laughs> supplication is prayer with posture remember i told you you just can't come in the presence of a king in your way that you want to you you don't come in the courts of the king being disrespectful and complaining and murmuring i'm gonna get to that in a minute but that'll unlock something in your life, too. You, you don't step in. You can deal with what you've got going on. You bring that to him later. But when you step into the king's presence, you need to come with thanksgiving and with prayer and supplication and with the right posture. Supplication is prayer with the proper posture. The posture of your words need to even match the posture of your body. 
Supplication looks like you praising and praying him with hands lifted high. Come on, somebody. Paul says, I wish that all men everywhere would pray and praise him with hands lifted. Come on. Supplication looks like when you get to an altar like this and you can bow down and you get on your hands and get on your knees and you thank God for all of your blessings and everything that he's brought you out of and how he's redeemed you and how he's restored you. Supplication means you might lay out over here on the ground prostrate and you don't care what anybody else has to say or think about you because you've got a lot to be thankful for. You've got a lot to praise him. Sometimes you just need to lay down in the presence of the king. Come on. Sometimes you just need to come on. When you get in front of a king, we understand this too. You always got to bow. Y'all ain't saying nothing. You got to bow in the presence of a king. Come on. You honor him. You give reverence. You give respect. So Paul says with thanksgiving and then thanksgiving at the end of it, but by prayer, communication with God, but also with supplication, meaning the posture of your heart matches the posture of your body. Bring your request and make them known to God. Amen. It's the posture of your heart and the posture of your body matters at times. I'm not saying that you can't pray unless you're laid out on the floor. What I'm telling you is that sometimes, especially when you need something from the king, you need to bow. Come on. You need to honor him. Come on. You need to be reverent in the presence of your king. Come on. You need to pray and supplicate. Come on. We serve the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Y'all better grab a hold of this today. Maybe some of your prayers aren't getting answered because you keep trying to come to the king in the old way. Help me preach in here. Come on. Some of us are going to the king any old way and you don't go in with thanksgiving, but you go in with complaining and murmuring and bringing to God what everything that's going wrong in your life. What if you begin to enter his presence and remember everything that was going right in your life and you begin to thank him and you begin to praise him and you begin to worship him? I'm telling you right now, if you'll follow the protocol, y'all might crack open heaven and your prayers get answered before you leave the building today. Come on, you come with thanksgiving and gratitude. Come on. I, you know what disturbs me the most? is to see Christians who forgot where they came from. <laughs> it disturbs me very bad in the spirit to see Christians who have forgotten where you came from. When you first got saved, you wasn't walking in holiness either. Leave them baby Christians alone. Come on. Now let me say this while I'm at it. If you've been serving God 30 years, you don't get to stay there at the baby Christian stage either. <laughs> Jesus. He come with thanksgiving and gratitude. You remember where you came from. You remember what he's done for you. And you posture yourself properly. You need to pray and pray some more. Then pray with supplication. Watch this. There's another ingredient by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. He told you to rejoice and then rejoice some more. He tells you to pray, then pray with supplication. Then he seals it up with thanksgiving again. He seals it up with thanksgiving again. Thanksgiving is the key. What Paul is saying here is pray, then pray some more. Pray with supplication and then watch this. Go ahead and thank him for it. That's, that's one of the Hebrew words for praise, too, is a praise that you have that you can praise him for the things not yet seen. 
I'm going to go there in a couple of weeks when I preach on praise being a full key. But I'm telling you right now, there is even a Hebrew word that describes you praising God for the things that you haven't even seen yet. That's so good. Come on. Pray, then pray some more. Pray with supplication, then go ahead and thank him for it. Some of y'all, if y'all get a hold of this today, it's going to change your life. Let me say that again because y'all missed the time to shout. Some of y'all, if you get a hold of this today, it's going to change your life. Because if you are praying and praying towards and in the will of God, God wants to answer those prayers. And all he wants you to do is thank him for it. Then thank him some more, rejoice for it, and bring prayer and supplication to him and thank God for it. It's going to change your prayer life. Some of y'all are going to leave the building today in prayer are just going to begin to get answered like this and like that. You want to know why? Because you're going to apply this protocol. You're going to apply what I'm teaching today. If you've been praying for something, you need to just go ahead and start praising them for it. Come on. If you've been praying for something, you need to go ahead and start praising them for it. Go ahead and start thanking them for it. Come on. Ma'am, your husband's coming home with the right mind today. Go ahead and thank him for it. Come, Husband, your wife is coming home, and she's going to stop acting crazy. Come on, somebody. Come on. The business is about to pull up out of the red. All my business owners shouted amen. Just go ahead and start thanking her for it right now. Come on, come on, come on. Bankruptcy won't be an option after today. Come on. Your ministry's about to pull out of poverty and lack. Come on. Provision is coming your way. You just need to begin to thank God for what he's already promised you and enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. And it will be the key that unlocks what God already has told you is yours. So I got to show you something real quick. From Psalm 100, I'm almost done. Some of y'all said, you lying. I heard you. (laughs) But I got to show you something real quick from Psalm 100. Watch this. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Y'all can throw that up on the screen. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. I ain't going with this today, but I preached this last Thanksgiving and it was a revelation. So I'm going to tell you one more time. Do you understand that a courtroom is a room without wall or a court, a court like in a guard? It's a room without walls. When you enter into his courts, you enter into a realm without possible with, without impossibilities. <laughs> There's nothing to block it in. The realm of the what seems to be impossible becomes possible when you enter into his courts. Mm. I ain't preaching that today, though. (laughs) The psalmist here, watch this, uh, Psalm 100. The psalmist here is Moses. How many of you knew that? One, Jasper, (laughs) Jasper said he knew that. The psalmist here is Moses. You see, you learn something new every time you come to legacy. Come on, give God praise. So Moses here, Moses here wrote the psalm. Moses knew something about God's presence and Moses knew about prayer and how to operate and function in the presence of God, y'all. Moses saved the children of Israel about a thousand times from God coming down and wiping them out. Why? Because Moses knew how to operate in his presence and in his realm. Moses was the one man on the face of the earth who God revealed his glory to. 
I think we better pay attention to what Moses says about how we should operate in the presence of God Almighty. But Moses here says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And this caught my attention because gates always have locks on them. Gates always have locks. That's why they're there. A gate is set up and is designed to keep things in or let things out. They are designed to keep things out or protect what's in. Y'all get in that. They are designed to protect what's in or let things out. They are designed to uh, keep things out, keep things out or protect what is in. Gates are there and it takes a key to get into the gate. So here he says, Thanksgiving is the key that gets you onto the property. Thanksgiving is the key that gets you into the territory. Thanksgiving is the key that allows you on the premises. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Come on. Thanksgiving is the key that gets you to the realm where God is and where God is is where your prayers get answered. Thanksgiving gets you on to the property. He says Thanksgiving is the key that gets you onto the property or territory that's heaven. And praise is what gets you into the room, the courtroom or the courtyard. And thanksgiving again. Did y'all catch what he said? Enter into his courts with thanksgiving. And enter into his courts with praise. And then, and be thankful and bless his name. He said thanksgiving, praise, thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, praise, thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, praise, thanksgiving. I'm about to start rapping. Thanksgiving, praise, thanksgiving. Come on. Did y'all get in this? Thanksgiving, praise him, and then thank him some more. This is Moses' recipe for how to engage and get in front of God. So let's deal with one at a time. Thanksgiving gets you to the gate and onto the property. And going back to Paul's statement on prayer, he said that it needs to be coated with thanksgiving and then thanksgiving seals the deal. So if we were to tie this back to prayer and petitioning the courts of heaven, he is saying you can't even get an audience with the king Until you pull out your key of thanking him. I'm going to let that soak. You can't even get an audience with the king. Until you pull out your key of thanksgiving. You don't get an audience with the king. You're not even getting on the property. Until you pull out your key of thanksgiving. Some of us are wondering why God ain't answering our prayers and why we ain't seen it yet and why we're struggling with this and we're struggling with that. You're struggling because you're standing on the outside of the gate, shaking the gate and screaming and yelling in your prayer time and complaining and murmuring. But you ain't even on the property and God ain't even hearing what you're bringing to him because you ain't thanking him for what he's already done. But all you got to do is pull out that key. We're talking kingdom keys, y'all. 
All you got to do is pull out that key and begin to thank him. Hallelujah. Begin to thank him for the blood. Come on. Begin to thank him for his son. Begin to thank him that you got breath in your lungs and you've got the blood bought born again DNA of Jesus Christ flowing through your veins. That he's given you everything you need according to holiness and righteousness. As Peter says, you need to enter into the gates with thanksgiving. All you've got to do is pull out your key. Some of us be praying for things and God is sitting there. I wish I gave him the key. I wish they would just pull it out and then I'll let them onto the property and once they get onto the property if they'll begin to praise me and lift up a shout come on and lift up a song and lift up a dance they can get not only onto the property but get into my courts where the realm of impossible becomes possible come on I'm trying to tell somebody today thanksgiving praise will get you into a realm with God where you can stand and petition the courts of heaven. And can I tell you that God sits on the edge of his throne wanting to listen to your prayers. And he says, Michael, did you hear what my son just asked for? Uh, Gabriel, did you hear what my daughter just asked for? Send these angels, send an army and go give them what they asked for. Your God sits on the edge of his throne waiting on you to give them thanksgiving, waiting on you to give them praise so he can send out his army on your behalf. I am preaching real good today. I'm preaching to myself. I'm going to go back and watch Facebook Live later today. Because sometimes we just need to be reminded of this stuff. Can I just say that? Like, God just reminded me of this as I'm studying this this week. There's probably been things in my life that has already been finished in heaven and that God wants to pour out in my life. But there's been moments in prayer where I'm just sitting there and questioning all the struggle and questioning this and questioning that. And God, why is this happening? Why is this person left? And I was just trying to, to obey you. I was just trying to do what you've called me to do. And I'm sitting there in a prayer closet, not coming with thanksgiving and praise, but I'm questioning the storm going on around me, forgetting who's in the middle of the boat asleep on a pillow because he knows it. It's all good. You can't get onto the property without Thanksgiving. Come on. I'm not necessarily at my closing yet, but I'll be there in like one minute. But I got to I got to show you something real quick because quick, quick, they laughing. I got to show you something real quick because hey, the worship team up here. It's almost over, y'all. <laughs> but I got to show you something real quick. Because if Thanksgiving is a key that unlocks something, there's also a key that'll keep it locked up. Don't get quiet on me now. Because there's an opposite of Thanksgiving and praise, and it's this. It's called complaining. It's, it's called complaining. If you want to keep locked up what God already said is yours, just complain. Just murmur. Just complain a little bit more. I'm telling you right now, you understand that this thing's already finished to God. The lamb was slain before the foundation of the world. God doesn't begin a thing until he finishes it. The kingdom is what? Inverted. We just out here living this thing out. Let me help you. The Bible says that you're seated in heavenly places. You're already there in eternity, honey. You're just walking this thing out down here. That's why people have so much time comprehending God because they want to pull him and confine him into time and space he created it he's outside of it although he's in it as well that's the God you serve I know crazy right but complaining and murmuring 
is also a key and it keeps everything that is finished in heaven it it keeps it locked up in heaven but when you pull out a kingdom key of thanksgiving and praise you pull out and it unlocks what's already finished in heaven and drops it into the earth god already said you're blessed God already said you're saved, you're healed, you're, rest- you're redeemed, you're restored. Those are all ED, past, it's done. When he said it's finished, it's finished. You look at the children of Israel, I'll prove it with scripture about complaining, keeping you locked out of what God already said is yours. God told the children of Israel, go and take the promised land, I've given it to you, now go fight for it. This is the problem with most Christians. God gives us stuff, but we ain't willing to fight for it. God already said it's yours, go fight for it. He's already promised you the victory, but go fight. He promised you the victory. He never said there wouldn't be a battle. The children of Israel, God had already told them what was theirs, but they were locked out and wandered for 40 years in the desert. Because when they got to talking to God through Moses, they didn't come with thanksgiving. They didn't thank God for delivering them out of 400 years of slavery and bondage. Come on. They didn't thank God for saving them with the blood of the lamb on the doorpost. They had forgotten about all. They, they get there. They're complaining about water. He just wiped out an entire nation, the most powerful nation on the face of the earth. And they're complaining about water. If God did that, you don't think he's going to give you some water? They get to complaining about the food that God puts on the plate in the manna. They get to complaining about the quail that God sends. And they wind up dying in a dry place instead of unlocking what God already said was theirs. So watch this. Thanksgiving unlocks the gate to get you in, but there's more. Enter into his courts with praise. Stand with me on your feet this morning. Enter into his courts with praise. Just leave them lights on, Tony. I want them to see it all today. Come on. Enter into his courts with praise. Enter into his courts with praise. Praise gets you into the room. Praise gets you into the room. Y'all missed a good time to shout. I said praise gets you into the room with the king. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you would like to support the ministry of the Recovery to Recovered podcast, you could go to canvascheveville.com or bethebushministries.com. If you're enjoying the content that you are receiving here on the show, you can also follow me on social media on TikTok at Pastor Caleb Mack, as well as Instagram, Pastor Caleb Mack, and on Facebook under Caleb McCall. Be blessed. Until next time on the Recovery to Recovered podcast.